Welcome to Gen Z Academy, where we school you on the mindsets of this generation. I am your host, Jaden Lightfoot. I am your co-host, Jonathan Faulkner. And we have a special, special guest co-host with us. A good friend of ours from high school and my neighbor, Nia Moore, everybody. Yeah. Hey. How are you? I'm, I'm doing pretty good. You know, just... Getting adjusted to that college life again, but I'm doing well. Happy to be here. Jonathan, how are you doing today? You know what, Jaden? I'm I'm just, you know me, I'm usually excited. Um, I'm just really excited to see Nia. I missed her, and I cannot wait to hear her, what she has to say in our discussion topics today. Yes, yes. Okay. Now that we got that out the way. So our social issue is the stigma of Gen Z, and you're probably wondering, stigma, what do you mean stigma? More like the stereotype. Generation Z is the first generation to uh, be fully diverse, with uh, one in fourth of Gen Zers being Hispanic, 14% are Black, 6% are Asian, and 5% are some other race or two or more races. My question for you guys is, with all those facts, with all those you know, percentages about us generation. How would you guys define Gen Z? Um, I think because we are so diverse, that w- that's what makes us um, a powerful generation. Yeah. Because we all, I feel like we all have similar ideas, but different ways of going about it. Yeah. Or yeah. similar beliefs but different ways of going about it and having those different ways of going the variety of different ways of going about a situation. Mm-hmm. It makes it relatable to at least somebody. I think, and I think how you could just define generation Z is we're very, um, we grew up in we grew up at that time where we can access things very quickly. So I do say that we are a very quick generation with either how we think, how we see things, how we want to read, how we want to watch. It's very quick. If we can't binge all the episodes or if we can't um, like watch a video that's not too long, then I feel that that's how you kind of just define our generation. I wouldn't necessarily say that we have like a downfall I, we may have like some weaknesses in some areas but what are those areas i prob- i think overall that we are probably the most like influential generation but if i was to pick like a weakness it would be like i think our generation is like really selfish mm-hmm. yeah um especially like with this whole like corona thing going on and out I noticed that um not everybody was like taking it serious at first and if like it wasn't affecting them they didn't really care mm-hmm. um like our generation likes to joke a lot yeah about like a lot that we shouldn't joke about like and I th- think it's maybe a coping mechanism 
our weakness is since I, I believe that Gen Z is the generation where we're um misunderstood not misunderstood. Um what's the word I'm looking for? Misconstrued. Underestimated. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're, yeah, no, not even close, Gene. But um <laughs> we're a generation where we're underestimated, so we're not given a lot of power. We have to fight or we have to we really have to hunt for our power. Yeah. But once we get it though we i think a lot of us get power hungry mm-hmm. and our heads get too big and we get dominant and then we don't know how to you know work with one another yeah no i definitely agree with you i do think that our generation can be very dominant in places that we don't so much need to be dominant in i feel like we don't allow a lot of room to learn something because we just want to do it so the next question for you guys is Every generation has had its big tragedies. What do you guys think is the big... It's probably the presidential election only because that was, like, the starting point of when everything just started going kind of downhill. Like, I feel like once Trump came into office, it was a it was a shock for us because we were like, okay, first we grew up with a black president who was cool and, like, handled everything with a certain poise and and grace to a president that just doesn't care about any rules and just says whatever he wants. I don't think I can, like, I wouldn't consider it, like, a tragedy in comparing to, like, 9-11. Like, we didn't didn't lose lives because Trump became president, but I would say it's, like, a really big life-changing event for our generation. Um... But if I was to pick a tragedy, I would have to say that, what was that, our junior year of high school? So 2018, was that the year that all those school shootings were oh, happening? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of our biggest, like, turning points when our generation was like, okay, well, we're going to be the ones who need to vote, who need to go out and vote to change these policies. I think that was our turning point because you also have to remember that there is also a lot of our generation that stand behind that president. Yeah. Yeah. But our generation is not 100%. Oh, it's, you know, liberal. No, you have a lot of, there is definitely a lot of people in our generation who still think like that. And they definitely viewed that as a win for them. So I would definitely say that that, and then maybe the protests happening during Corona, but do you guys remember, I believe it was like our sophomore year, and there was just a period of time where our friends or peers were just dying. dying. From, yeah, from mental health issues. Yeah, I definitely do remember that. That's Yeah, it's very triggering. Um, the suicide issues, definitely that's a trigger warning. Um, let people know. Yeah, like it was, it was a really, that, that, that portion was a really tough time. I think maybe. It might be that our bigger, our biggest obstacle actually might be ourselves. And I feel like this generation, we carry a lot because we see so much. We see these protests. We see the deaths from the coronavirus. We see the death from unarmed black men getting shot. We see, we see so much, and it takes a toll on you. After. Our pop culture topic today is the big trend that's going on right now, hashtag protect black women. Now, as you all may know, there has been um, 
allegations on Tory Lanez, who is a Canadian rapper and singer, and they have been made by Megan Thee Stallion back in July, where Tory Lanez allegedly shot Megan Thee Stallion as she was walking out from the car. And there's also been other cases where another actress, Kiki Palmer, slammed singer-rapper Trey Songs after allegedly putting her in his music video without her permission. So, a lot of everybody's talking about, you know, how we don't protect Black women, how Black women's voices are always silenced. What do you guys feel? Do you guys feel that Black women's voices are always silenced? As a Black man, John. Yes, how do you feel about protecting black women? I think it's women? important because being honest, I did have a phase where I was just like white woman, white woman, but you know, <laughs> now that... And why was that? Well, cause, because I was ignorant. Black woman is the minority of the minority. So, mm-hmm. huh? I like, how you, I like how you put that. Uh-huh. Yeah, black woman is the minority. I'll say it again. Black woman is a minority <laughs> of the minority. Yeah, men, it's hard to be a black man in America, but darn it, it is harder to be a black woman in America. No, you were right. Yeah, you are right. Keep it going. Yeah, and I think we need to protect them because they mold us men to be the greatest that we can be. Um, women are more important than men want to give the woman credit to be. Um, I don't think any man will be successful without a woman. Yeah, he wouldn't be here without a black woman. That's my thing. Is how do you not take yo mama? Is this how you feel? Like when they love to point out like, oh, I don't date black women because they're this and they're that. Well, is that how you talk about your mother? Mm-hmm. Like when you ask a black man, well, why do you like white women? It's always because. Well, black girls, that that wasn't the question. Yeah. I asked you, why are you dating white women? What is it about white women that you like? For Jonathan, what was (laughs) it about, no offense to white women? You know, no offense, no knock on white women. Well, what attracted me to white women? I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily, I, I, I use the word preference a lot, but that's not the white word. It's just... That's what it was. You don't have a reason that you like white women. You just liked them because you knew you didn't like black women. Well, well, at well, the at time. The t- thank you. Thank you. Thank you. At, <laughs> the t- at the time. But I think it was just me not being having experience with the black woman. The environment where we grew up in. It's- not to bash Ann Arbor. Oh, shout out to my white homies. Love y'all. However, we grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood around a whole bunch of white kids and so and i grew up like what i like these are my beauty standards to me so he was like here this is what i like it was it was all i knew growing up in high school and and going through puberty is difficult as a black woman because you're in a predominantly white city you know none of the guys really like you because they either like a light-skinned girl or a white girl. So as a dark-skinned female, you're just like, well, dang. Like, what? Like, am I even pretty? Am I even? So you deal with those. Because even with me, like, I did not find my confidence until I left high school. All during high school, I was confident, but not as confident as I wanted to be. And Mm -hmm. definitely because of the beauty standard I set myself at well if I'm not one of these white girls if my hair is not straight like one of these white girls I'm just you know you know the lick of the boot when you're going through puberty you're always trying to figure out yourself 
So figuring out yourself, not knowing much about your culture because all you're surrounded by is white kids and they tell you the same chapters, slavery, civil rights done. And then you're, you know, you're criticized for how you look. You're criticized for having a big nose. You're criticized for having big lips. You're criticized for having curly hair or nappy hair, as they say. But it's just, it's, it's curled. It's curled very tightly, as I'd say. But when you're growing up in white, it's just... All you know is white, so. And then I think as as a black girl being around other white girls, you can tell that they change the way they act around you to make themselves feel more comfortable. Yeah. Like I have, like you guys don't have to change your tone when you talk to me. I'm gonna understand every single word that you're mm-hmm. saying. And it took me a long time to be like, I'm no longer code switching around my white friends. Yeah. I I just don't. Because yeah. they've known me long enough to know that this is who I am, and I'm not gonna put up that front. I'm not about to sit here and be like, "Yeah, so this is how I." No, this is me. This is how I talk. Y'all know me. I've had the same friends all four years, so it was like I'm not about to sit here and try to put on this facade for you to make you feel more comfortable. Right. Because if you're really my, friend, you'll be comfortable with me and my blackness. Um, I would also have to say my biggest thing about Skyline and being a black girl was the dress code because yeah. I'm I'm a little thick on the thick end. So those white girls coming to school in those Lululemon athletic shorts, none of them getting dress coded. I got shorts that I finally found that, you know, cover my butt so my booty's not hanging out. Right. But not to my fingertips. Are you forgetting that I'm almost six feet tall? Of course my arms are about to be to my knees. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean it was always pointing me out. And you got principals whose children aren't following the dress code, but I got to go change. Man, being a black girl, like you constantly are attacked. You're constantly sexualized. You're constantly, you know, viewed as a grown woman when you're 12. I think that black women voices are oftentimes because even Nia, if you remember, like when we would go to the principal about race problems at Skyline, it was listened like how we want it to be listened and I feel like when black women do say something it's kind of like yeah but y'all are always mad Eh, but y'all yeah and I feel like that's what they want to happen they want black women to fit that stereotype Mm. so they provoke them just to make themselves seem right but like at yep. the end of the day, even if they do fit that wrong stereotype, mm-hmm. there's it, to me the way black women act. There's no such thing as stereotype. That's just how they are. Mm-hmm. And I think it's beautiful that they're comfortable in their own form of being black. You know. Yeah, yeah, and it sucks because even in with this instant with Megan and Tori, a lot of people were, "Oh, I don't believe Megan." Well, you know, why did she do this? Why did she do that? It's like, bruh, like, in the ending of the day, this female was shot. It doesn't matter what, where, anywhere. In any day, she could have hit a vessel and it could have caused her to die. It, it, she, there's been plenty of things that could have happened that we could not see Megan to But who knows what the goal was? Yeah. Yeah. All because of what? An argument? And then people were like, well, we need to know what happened before that. Like, what did she say? Now y'all sound like them white people when they say, well, what did he do before he got shot? What if he just complied? That doesn't make any sense. Do you see how you sound? You sound stupid. People not to un- listen to her or to respect what she's saying 
is very just, uh, like, come on, we have to be there for each other. Now, for our special segment, we like to call Cancel or Save. All right, our Cancel or Save for today is beauty guru Jeffrey Star. Now, Jeffree Star has gotten a lot of black backlash for certain things that he's done, such as there was a screenshot circulating from a social media profile page of Jeffree's called Lipstick Nazi, which has led many to believe he had a beauty brand prior to Jeffree Star Cosmetics with, his, with this name. Old photos resurface of Jeffree causing self-harm, which he posted himself, and posing with a Confederate flag. Mm-hmm. Now, Jeffrey came out and said, you know, he explained the photo of him posting with the Confederate flag. I was asked to be in the photo for shock value. I obviously don't support what the flag represents. Now, he also said, I was mocking the flag, but now see how ugly and wrong it is to be next to it. Now, one other thing recently happened where Jeffree Star now has a black boyfriend who is a basketball player from overseas. Now, now guys, how do you feel about Jeffree Star? Cancel. Don't like him, never did. Well, to say my piece, one, I don't know what he is. He's a makeup artist, but his makeup's never on point, so that's cool. That's cute. Um... <laughs> Second of all, even so, he said he was holding up the Confederate flag, flag as like to mock it as a joke. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So I feel like for him to have a African American boyfriend, you have to think about some of the things that you mock because you. But you, Jonathan, this was before he had the boyfriend. So this, this, this history before the boyfriend. The boyfriend is just recent. You gotta keep up with the timeline. Well, well, still, if you know you have this attraction towards black men, because the attraction towards black men hopefully didn't just happen because of Black Lives Matter. Even if it was before, he clearly had this liking towards African-American men. And when you have this liking towards African-American men, especially being a makeup artist, when you do makeup for a variety of different skin tones and ethnicities, you need to keep in mind what that will do to your career. So you taking a picture and posing next to the Confederate flag, that's going to reflect on you as it did. So, yeah. So what do you do, Jonathan? Are you canceling your saving? I'm going to save him, though. Cause what? Hold on. Oh. <laughs> I think Jonathan off. I'm going to have to, you know, you know me. I'm always canceling people. So I'm going to have to cancel Jeffree Star. I feel like you made, you did the action and now you have to suffer mm-hmm. with the consequences. And that's also going to look bad on his African-American boyfriend who's deciding to stay with him after these actions. The white gay male community does like to take their personalities from black women. Not not saying all of them, but I do believe that a select few, that's where they get their personality. The ooh, sis, and stuff like that is taken from black women. And nine times out of ten, they're not going to be the same people backing up those black women. On Mm -hmm. Jeffree Star's old MySpace page, he talked about he wanted to pour battery acid on black women to line up their skin. 
But then you wouldn't turn around talking about some yes, queen. Hey, sis. Huh? Bye. I, I agree with you guys. I personally would ca- I canceled Jeffree Star because, first of all, to me, he should have been canceled. That's just one part. Two, the fact that this is a reoccurring situation every week, every month, every year. I hear something about Jeffree Star said this about black people. Jeffree Star said this about this people. Jeffree Star doesn't like, like, oh my gosh, just cancel this man. Yes, he may have a popular YouTube channel. Yes, he may be a famous beauty guru, which I personally have not. That's besides the point. But... I just feel he should have been canceled and he needs to be canceled immediately because I'm tired of hearing his name about something, him doing something racist. If, if he's doing something racist, not don't support him period case closed. Just like we don't support any other person. Just like we don't support Donald Trump. Don't support Jeffree Star. Okay. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's not that hard. Really interesting to me. um, That when it comes to, if someone's being homophobic or transphobic, people are very, very quick to be like, oh, nope, canceled. Nope, 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 nope. But the one time somebody's dealing with racism, they're like, oh, well, maybe. If it's racism towards yeah. a black person, it's, well, maybe they didn't mean it like that. Like, you know, yeah. sometimes things can get taken out of context. It was an old tweet, like, blah, blah, blah. Where's the same energy? I definitely feel you with that because if if you as a celebrity see yourself constantly, I apologize for my past actions. You know, I'm very sorry. If you have to constantly post about how you have changed as a person and how have you found whatever in yourself to be a better person, just save it. Because I have seen like five videos of this man apologizing, saying he's found a better uh better half of himself to understand how he is sir sir you're constantly in trouble you constantly say these things about black people if you do not like black people i'd rather you be upfront racist than a oh i didn't say that but and but i didn't if you're gonna be racist just be racist bro so i can beat you up and get over it like come on so we can get it and go I guarantee you, if you said you wanted to pour a battery acid on dogs, all of y'all would have had a fit. They think that that's them proving they're not racist or them proving that they're progressive. Honey, child, I'm sorry to tell you, but that's not. It actually makes you more racist because you're using him him as an accessory to prove that you're not racist. I'm just saying. I, I don't like him. Canceled. It is unanimous. Gen Z officially canceled. Jeffree Star. Jeffree, goodbye. Adios. Sayonara. The question of the week is, if you were stranded on an island, which item would you bring and why? Mm. If I was stranded on an island, I would bring... Honestly, I would bring Jaden. Aw, thanks, man. I appreciate that. JK, I would probably bring my nephew. Wow. Only because he is number one before anybody. What would I do if I had to bring one thing? Hmm. I'd probably... I mean, I wouldn't bring my phone because, like, you'd have no reception. So I'd probably bring, like... I don't know, something that I could make food. Or, like, could you bring groceries? 
like groceries there's multiple things okay grocery item oh dang i hamburger i don't know something i you know what i'd just bring i'd bring i'd bring a gun what did you shoot it (laughs) food what you can only bring the gun no bullets what, how could I? What? Why can't I have the gun with the bullets in it? I have to have the bullets and the gun. I can't. Ju- that see, you, not, you know what? I'll- reload eventually, so you'd have to bring bullets with you as well. Ooh, let me change my item. I would bring a lighter just to stay warm and cook my food. Oh no, True. definitely would bring a lighter, just because I'm lighting all possible trees on fire until somebody find me. Yeah, I would burn. <laughs> I would burn the stranded island. <laughs> What if the but what if the whole island like just on fire for days? Now you just kind of sitting there. It's just going to be on fire for days. At least I'm toasty. <laughs> you can make depending on what kind of island we land on. I can make a blanket out of some stuff I find outside. You feel me? True. Honestly, I'd. You know what? I just bring my phone, even though like I know I won't have reception. You, it's whatever. At least I could. I don't know. It's something on. You ain't got no charger though. You know what? I'll just bring a pillow because obviously I can't bring something else. It'll be the cuckoo, cuckoo for me. Like as soon as I hear the cuckoo, out and done. Just anytime I hear a, 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 a tree snap or a branch, I'm I'm gone. I sorry. Where I'll sleep go? Y'all go run in circles on the island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl, all them bugs and stuff. I'll bring some bugs for actually if you want to talk about it. If I could bring one thing, I'd bring a pillow. Jonathan, what would you bring? I would bring a lighter. A torch. A lighter, okay. I'm bringing matches instead of a lighter. Matches, I can make less. Alright, that ends us here, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I am your host, Jaden Lightfoot. And I am your co-host, Jonathan Faulkner. And I'm Nia Moore. Catch y'all later.